If you aren't growing, you're dying. And if you aren't generating new, high-quality leads, chances are you aren't growing. Check out this episode for tips on how to maximize your SEO efforts to boost your leads and your growth. Are you a startup founder or CMO trying to grow your brand? There's good news. You're not the first. Our growth team is committed to learning and earning the skills and strategies high growth companies have used to build their businesses. And now we're sharing them with you. Welcome to Growth Team Radio. And welcome to Growth Team Radio. I am your host today, Chris Dubois, and I am joined today by Mr. Sean Samanini, growth marketer here at Lean Labs. Sean, are you ready to talk? SEO lead generation. I'm definitely ready. Yes. Good to be here. Good. All right. Thank you for accepting the invitation. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's get right in. We like starting with definitions. So can you briefly explain just what SEO is and why it's important for B2B marketing and lead gen? Yeah. So um, before I say exactly what SEO is, I think it's important that we understand search engines first. I think that's the most crucial part um, because search engines want to provide a good user experience um, and they want to match end users with the content that answers their questions and intent. So um, hence search engine optimization, which is what SEO stands for. Um, Oh, makes uh, sense now. Yeah. I like to call it like Google's love language. I think that's a, Mm. that's a, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I like Um, that. Yeah, and uh, we recently actually wrote a blog on this, and one of the um, reasons it's so important to B2B marketing, uh, one of the stats that I found was that 34% of marketers say lead gen is their top priority. So if that is the case, how how do we attract um, the right leads? Um, and considering B2B companies often operate in like niche markets, they need to make sure that they're bringing in the right leads, which is qualified mm-hmm. leads. So that's how SEO and lead generation kind of marry up. Awesome. And uh, mm. then let's let's get right into content marketing. Okay. Right, so what role does, uh, I guess, content marketing play in lead generation, specifically for B2B businesses? Yes, I think it's, um, first off, you need to have a SEO content strategy. So whatever that might look like for your company and your business is going to be different from somebody else depending on the channels that you want to um, invest in. So whether that's blogs, uh, social media, video, um, all the other various options that you have to to get your message out there and to attract your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, content play, play, plays a big role because you are, you're trying to target specific keywords um, that are relevant to your product and then bring people to your website through content. Um, and that's how you bring in quality leads and um, using content can bring lots of benefits like um, more organic traffic, which is a big SEO play. Um, it can establish your brand's authority because um, Google can trust you to provide answers to the to your mm-hmm. potential customers. Um, and it can also help to bring in the right people at, at, the, at the right stage of the buyer journey. Um, because content can, you know, you can hook people in whether they're first becoming aware of your product or whether they're in the middle of choosing. You can 
mm-hmm. create content that that speaks to all of those things. Um, right. And then finally, you can provide a better user experience. So, um, you know, good content means longer visits, lower bounce rates, and hopefully increased engagement. Definitely. Um, all right. In that, you mentioned keyword research mm. uh, or just the, the importance of keywords. Mm. Um, that is probably the one place I've seen a lot of companies get it get it wrong, right? Mm. We're just like, oh, we want to target this, but there's no volume or the the competitiveness of that term is just so high. It's off the charts. Like you're not going to get it. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you do when it comes to keyword research? What's your approach? What's your outlook? How are you tackling this? Um, so again, this is going to be a little bit like personal preference and whatever works for your business. And if you have the, the, the right staff to do what, you know, what you need to do, but you should have a pro- a process that works for your product and for your niche. Um, I think those are the two, two most important things. So first off, you need to know your business, um, inside out, you need to know what your product is. Um, you can do market research and whatever your product is and, and your niche, you need to know what your potential customers are looking for. So that's where I would start with kind of keyword research. Um, you can then like list out your relevant topics. So whatever. Um, topics relate to your product or service you can kind of list them out and i think it's good to have like three to five um relevant topics and and then you need to find keywords that relate to those topics right so there's a few tools you can use like um google's keyword planner or arefs i never know actually how to say that is that right a A H refs refs. there you go Um, we're not we're not developers we don't need that yeah um, it makes sense in my head. And then there's, uh, and then there's <laughs> SEMrush, um, which is something that I personally use quite a lot. Um, and the trick is to look for high intent keywords, I think. So like high intent keywords might have lower search volumes, um, but they're more likely to convert your, to, to convert your customers. Um, right. And so like, and and then once you've looked at keywords, you can look at long tail keywords, which is, I think is where the, where the kind of, let's say the, the gold dust is, it's like, it's all very well saying like, you know, I don't know, um, let's say you're looking for software, like that helps you pay your staff, right? So let's, let's say you're looking for payroll software, right? You could just have the, the, the keyword payroll software. But that's going to have a massive search volume. It's going to be really high difficulty. So you're going to be competing mm-hmm. against the, the the big players. If you can if you can drill down into like a long tail keyword, so it might be like say your company is a um, car garage, right? Like an auto auto parts garage. You can do payroll software for auto for auto parts garages, and that's I, then going to target uh, the right audience, right? Right. I was actually about to compliment you on switching to garage so, instead yeah. of garage. <laughs> yeah. Appealing to the English market that we're in. Yeah, I had to I had to really um, think about it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but those but those, yeah. 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 But those long tail keywords right. are like they're they're higher intent and they'll have le- less competition than short tail keywords. So. Yeah, and so niching and so I'd worked with an SEO consultant who was like their approach was really get get very specific on mm. those keywords, right? So it's not it's not like a marketing agency, period. It's like marketing agency for 
these people. Yeah. But you have to be very, when you say we're going to do it for these people, you have to know those are the only people that are opening that piece of content. Yeah. Right. Like if you're writing a piece of content for a hair salon, like no, like a plumber's not opening that piece of content. Yeah. Um, and so that keyword needs to include generally that the long tail of hair salon. Otherwise you're just wasting the keyword. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of people miss that when yeah. they're doing their keyword research. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, so like we have the, the whole like search side for as far as creating the content, you know, doing the keyword research, everything. Mm-hmm. Then we also have like on page SEO, mm-hmm. um, and how, you know, optimizing our website to make sure that we're including everything we need. We're serving it up to Google in a way that Google likes, right? That love language, mm-hmm. um, as you so elegantly titled. Thanks. Um, what, uh, any specific just optimization techniques you're going through, like any checks you're doing as you launch stuff? Yes, quite a few. And I had to learn this like the hard way that there's, there's, there's quite a lot you need to kind of do. But um, again, if you have some kind of um, process, process, um, <laughs> process is fine. They know I'm English by now, right? I think. Um, yeah. So as well as like a keyword optimization, you've got things like um, we're sticking with content like meta descriptions. So getting the keyword in the meta description because um, it tells vis- mm-hmm. visitors what the page is about. Um, and then Google also puts that that on the search result. Um, and it's more likely people right. to click in because it's got a good meta description. It's almost like an elevator pitch, I guess. Um, um, and then you've got headers and subheaders. So using the like the right headers, H1s, H2s, H3s um, to structure your content. Because again, Google can then um, point to specific sections and, and it knows that you're, that you're answering the question. Um, and then you've got things like internal external links. Those are important. Um, linking to relevant pages on your website and then um, linking to trusted sources outside of your website as well. Um, it's like threading, you know, threading things together. Image optimization, that's another big one, I think, because that affects like uh, page speed and load speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also attach keywords to the images as well. Um, so that search engines can understand what the image is, is about. Um, what else is there? URLs, they should be, I think a certain length, I think is important. Right. Um, and they should be like understandable and include the target keyword. Um, yeah. Mobile friendliness. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Cause if uh, it's not mobile friendly, you're going to miss a lot of traffic. Right. Um, yeah, I think going back to the URLs, even the, Mm. I was surprised with how much the canonicalization of your URLs matters. Where Mm. like, are you going to slash blog slash blank? Do you have a date in the URL? Do you have like, and just understanding how the, the hierarchy of pages actually works with everything, right? Should you have blog and then your topic cluster Mm. or a category and then the title or, and it, it does different things and it matters depending on how you want to do your brand. And so, yeah. Um, what, uh, and I probably made some mistakes with, <laughs> with playing with that in the process. Uh, let's, so let's talk about those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like what, uh, I guess, what have you noticed? I mean, we work with a lot of companies, right? Where we come in, we help them get their SEO kind of straight. Um, 
they've obviously made attempts before working with us. Mm-hmm. And so um, not to call out any anyone specifically, yeah. but uh, but have you, have you noticed any like trends, the issues that uh, people are constantly facing and they just don't kind of realize it, I guess, right away? Yeah, I think um, that one of the things is, is again, like focusing on the on the wrong keywords um, or focusing on like really, yep. you know, high volume, high competition keywords um, because they think that's what they need to put on their on their website. But if they're going up against, you know, really big players, then they're not going to they're not going to rank. So it's kind of a it's a moot exercise. Um I think quantity over quality as well. Um, like people think that, that they need loads and loads of leads. And they think that by using, you know, like generic keywords, they're going to attract more people, but actually they might attract the wrong kind of people. So that's how it kind of affects lead generation mm-hmm. as well there. Um, ignoring the user experience. I think like, like if you don't have the right headings and stuff on your page, then people aren't going to be able to read your content or they're not, you know, a lot of people nowadays, or from what I can see anyway, is that they want skimmable, skimmable content, right? So it's like, if you've got this big block of text that answers the question, but there's no separation, people aren't going to read that, you mm-hmm. know? And um, another thing is if it takes too long to load, if your website takes too long to load, like they're going to be clicking back very, very, right. very quickly. I think. Yeah, I'm so curious because I haven't seen a ton of data on this. Mm-hmm. Um, where Google incorporating core of vitals, right? Include its page speed as one of those, those things. And so the idea is that you'll be penalized if your site doesn't load fast, because they know it's hurting the user experience. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen uh, any proof that that's actually happening where Google is saying your, your site's slow. So we're not going to serve it up to people. Yeah. What I have seen is that from an individual, like people will bounce much faster on their own, right? Separate from Google, yeah. <laughs> um, just because they're annoyed. And it's like, so yeah. even though, you know, if your page takes less or longer than two seconds to load, Google might not actually be punishing you. Yeah. Um, your users are just going to be annoyed exactly, because yeah. two seconds is a very long time. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Apparently it is nowadays. Um, um, again, well, yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's just, uh, that's how it goes. I was driving around the other day and I had no, I wasn't driving when I did this, <laughs> but I had no service on my phone. And it was just like, how? It's 2023. Uh, I'm in a city. Yeah. How do I have no service? Yeah. And uh, and you're frustrated, but it's like, does it really? I mean, it's a sense of entitlement there. Yeah, I mean, it uh, is. A, but it's the same with websites. We have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it is a sense of entitlement, but it like, just is how the how the market is now. You know, like you can't. You have to. You have right. to. You have to look at consumer preferences and and you know, if if you want to compete, if you want to win, then right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just tough. Agreed. Yeah. Um, or we can teach everyone a little bit of patience. <laughs> there we go. Um, but actually, so uh, while we're we're talking about mm. this, uh, let's talk trends, trends and techniques. Anything emerging in the SEO lead gen world uh, that should be paid attention to? Yeah, I mean, as it has been for the past probably fifteen years, video content is like the, like the most important thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people keep saying it's. It's a new thing, but it's not. But I don't think enough companies are using it. Um, you know, I think if you don't have a YouTube channel, which is like what the second biggest search engine in the world, right? YouTube, I think. I think that was the. I think that's the play. Yeah. Um, 
So, you, you know, you need people want their questions answered, but in different ways now. So some people don't, don't want to just read a blog. They want to see a video that, like, you know, condenses information and gives them what they need mm-hmm. succinctly. Um, voice search, I think, is a is a is a big one that's kind of happening. So people are searching on like Alexa and Siri and what does Google have? Is it Google Assistant? I think. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think you then need to look at like long tail keywords and conversational phrases, um, because I think those those will come into play. Um, right. And then, I mean, AI, right? Chat, chat. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a trend. Yeah. Um, quite, yeah. Quite a big one. You can't um, go anywhere without hearing about it. So, yeah. No, and I mean, and AI and machine learning, all that stuff is, is coming into play with, even with Google search engines and stuff now. Um, yeah. Now, uh, man, the amount of posts on like LinkedIn that I see mm. with people trying to teach like, Oh, just use these prompts and you can get a blog post and you can get this. How I have my own personal opinion on doing that. Um, what are some of your thoughts on just using AI to write your content? Mm. Um, personally, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't, even though I've been using it for quite a while since about February, I think I still wouldn't let it write an, a whole article for me. Um, I am happy to use it to create outlines, to help create outlines. I think, you know, when you're looking at at, at search engines and SEO, you are competing against other content. And as much as you want your content to be completely original, it's never going to be, um, because you're answering the same questions as, as other, um, companies are, are answering. You can have like, you know, subject matter experts that, that can, they can make it more aligned with your with your clients and your product and your service. But I think if you can use AI to speed up the process of writing content, why would you not do it? Because you're only going to be falling mm-hmm. behind if you do. You know, um, sorry if you don't yeah. use it, you're going to be falling I think, behind. So, right, yeah. it becomes a a challenge of just how not whether you use it or not, but how well you use it. Yeah. Um. But I think a lot of it's a lot of companies and a lot of inexperienced marketers who are trying to use it as their go to, like, oh, look how much more I can do right now. It's like, yeah, but you're producing garbage. Exactly, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's why I think so it's like, yeah, it still requires the human. Yeah. Element. And that's why I think it's good for outlines, but it's not good for actually writing a content because you, you want your content to have your own personal voice as well, you know, and, and it's right. not going to if it's all done by AI. I mean, that might come in the future. Yeah. But right now, it's not. Yeah. Um, separate from ChatGPT, mm. then um, we we mentioned a couple other tools, uh, but let's consolidate a list here. Are there any specific tools or resources uh, you'd recommend for marketers mm. to kind of streamline their SEO? Yeah, um, ah ahrefs or Semrush. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> um, like Semrush is a great tool for you know researching keywords, um, analyzing backlinks. Um, you can even look at your competition and see where where, the, where you've got gaps and opportunities, um, stuff like that. I think I think Ahrefs does a, a, a similar thing. Um, Google Analytics yep. and Google Search Console because you can use those to track keyword performance, identify like issues that you're having, um, and you can also kind of understand how people are interacting with your site. If you use WordPress, Yoast I think is a is a good tool. 
Um, yeah, I think that helps you like optimize your posts for search engines. Um, and then things like HubSpot, Marketo, and those mm-hmm. and, and those kind of platforms where you're create where you're building like landing pages and stuff, you can optimize those for SEO. Um, and they, and they help you do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think on that same vein, um, Screaming Frog mm. and Sightbulb. I actually really like Sightbulb. I haven't used that yet. Uh, I've been using that for a while now. It. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's been great, great for mm. me so far. Uh, but those are really good for just looking at uh, like your on, on-site SEO, awesome. um, site architecture, all these different things. And like it's pointed out stuff to me that I didn't even realize mm. was an issue. Uh, in a nice consolidated list, like go fix these problems because these ones are catastrophic. Right. Like, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so I can go knock those out before it becomes an yeah. actual and I issue. think that's an important uh, like, an important caveat from that is like the SEO isn't like a one-time thing. You have to be constantly mm-hmm. on right. top of that stuff, you know, like and um, keeping up with SEO trends yeah. is, is all well and good, but also how is your site performing week to week, month to month, quarter to quarter, you know? Right. Yeah, if you got posts that aren't producing any traffic anymore and they're live, like yeah. Google sees that. And so it's like you just have dead pages yeah. on your site. And it's like you can go clean those up. You can de index yep. them. They still exist for people to see, but they're not going to be mm. seen by Google. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of opportunities there. Uh, but let's, uh, let's close out with any actionable tips or best practices that you would offer. You know, for anyone looking at B2B uh, kind of lead gen around SEO? Um, I think the biggest one is before you do any keyword research, just make sure that it aligns with your with with the people that you're trying to attract to your site. So when you use the right keywords, you can, you know, you, you accurately represent your product services, your brand, um, and you can align with what your ideal customer is searching for. So just get that stuff right first, because that all leads into the content you create, the landing pages you create, um, you know, your your web pages in general. Like, you, you want people that are genu- genuinely interested in, in what you offer. And the only way to do that is to know exactly who you're talking to. And then it's much easier to do keywords then and to increase your visibility among the right people. Um, um, yeah, and people that are going to spend money with you. Yeah. All right. Sean, thank you for joining Thanks me for today. Uh, talk talk through some lead gen SEO best practices uh, for our audience. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Also, please be sure to take some time to rate and review. We do read all of those reviews because we are gluttons for punishment. <laughs> we love it. Um, and we want to make sure this is the best show that we yeah. can produce for you. So um, yeah, do it on whatever your favorite podcast application is. But until next time, this has been Growth Team Radio. Want to grow your business? Try to find the right path to do it? Well, we've got the answers. Go to stopscaling.com. Yes, you heard right. Go to stopscaling.com where we'll show you the exact way to grow your business this year.